Welcome to r slash best of redditor updates, where OP slowly reveals that she's a literal psychopath. Also, before we start today's story, I just want to say that a couple of weeks ago, I said that I've been really stressed and it's been affecting my commentary and I've been like overly harsh and critical and just negative. And since then, a bunch of people have suggested that I go on a break, that I take a vacation, and that is exactly what I'm going to do. I record my episodes at least a week in advance, so luckily, while I'm on vacation, I'll still maintain my daily upload schedule. But that also means that the day this video goes live, I will physically be on vacation. So wish me a good vacation, guys. I'm going to take a week off of this channel and just relax, recharge, spend time with the family, hopefully come back refreshed. Because, yeah, you guys are right. I've been I've been off. I've been negative. I've been way too critical and just kind of grumpy lately. So to everyone who's stuck with me through the grumpy times, I appreciate it. I really, really do. Obviously, we all go through rough patches in life sometimes. Unfortunately, when you're a YouTuber and you go through a rough patch, it's very public and everyone can kind of see the effect it has on you. So I wish I could have uh, shielded the channel from my negativity, but that's just what stress does to you sometimes. It kind of infects your whole life. I will be seeing the Grand Canyon and I'm going to see a couple of shows in Vegas with my family. Anyways, let's get to the video. Our next Reddit post comes from r slash true off my chest. So I'm a 34 year old woman and seven months ago, I had a messy breakup with my long-term boyfriend. So I moved in with my best friend and her husband in a house that we're all renting together. It was then that I met my neighbor who I'll call Kevin. He helped us move our stuff into the house and I was instantly smitten. We live in the suburbs of a major city. So we both ended up taking the train into work at the same time each day. I knew that Kevin had a wife and kids very early on. He talked about them often, and he had pictures of them on his lock screen, social media, etc. However, initially, it started out as a very innocent, silly crush. He's handsome and funny and sweet. The first time we rode the train, he asked me about my job and seemed genuinely interested in what I was saying, which is something my ex never did and is something that we fought over a lot. He's always doing things for his kids, like bringing home treats and stuff for them and staying on the phone with his older daughter the entire ride to work because she needed a pep talk before a school presentation. It was just so easy to imagine how lovely and attentive Kevin would be with me because he's like that with everyone else. Kevin has never said or done anything to imply that he has feelings for me yet, but we're genuinely friends by now because we talk on the train, which is about a 20-minute ride almost every weekday. (laughs) I've never had trouble getting the attention of men, and with this foundation that we have already, I know that we could easily become something more. I also learned shortly after I developed feelings for him that his wife is someone I went to school with, and I was surprised because they're polar opposites. He's funny. She's dry. He's exciting. She's cautious. He's a little dumb, but she's smart intellectually. And looks-wise, this feels mean, but yikes. I just don't think their personalities fit very well together at all, and I can easily see Kevin getting stuck in a relationship just because he's so nice. The issue is that yesterday evening, Kevin knocked on my door and asked if I could watch his kids for a bit. This was of course no trouble, and I said yes right away. He told me that his wife had gotten into a car accident while away on a business trip. And because she's pregnant, he was super worried and had booked the next flight out to go see her. 
They don't have any family in the state currently, so he asked me to keep an eye on them for a few hours while a family friend drove several hours to watch them at night. Now, here's where the issue came in. Those kids were an absolute nightmare. There were three girls, and the oldest was your typical bratty preteen times a thousand. She was rude and didn't respect my authority at all, arguing with me about everything from dinner to who had to clean up to what movie she was allowed to watch. I even heard her call me a B-word under her breath a couple of times. The middle was rowdy and constantly wanted to play loud, messy games, even when I told her no. The youngest was mostly sweet and quiet on her own, but she joined in with whatever drama the middle wanted to create. It culminated in me agreeing to play hide-and-seek with the younger two, and I ended up getting locked out of the house. When I went back and tried to convince the oldest to let me through the back screen door, she pretended that she couldn't hear me and put her headphones in. Thankfully, the family friend arrived a few minutes later and let me in, and then I went home. This makes me sad, because before now, I would often dream about being a stepmom- <laughs> I'm sorry, this is a- this story is bonkers. This is pretty ridiculous. Like, are we supposed to be sad for you, OP, that, oh no, your dreams of ruining this family have been destroyed? Okay, sorry, back to the story. This makes me sad because before now, I would often dream about being a stepmom to Kevin's kids one day because of how highly he would talk about them. Now, I want nothing to do with them, but at the same time, this is further proof that Kevin and his wife are not happy because children from a happy home do not behave like this. I just want to have a relationship with Kevin, but I don't know if it's possible because his kids and I would not get along. And this is even before a potential divorce where their mother could easily get them to hate me. I really love Kevin. Wow, you love Kevin? Love the L word love? You love Kevin, OP? I really love Kevin, and I know that we could have a beautiful relationship if I pursued this, but this has really shaken me. I just wish I had someone to talk to about this, but everyone in my life would judge me. All right, I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess the comments are also going to judge. Let's go check. I've got to go see, man. What are, what are people saying? Okay, top comments. Wow, you need therapy like yesterday. His kids are like that because they don't know you. They don't know why their awesome dad had to leave and they don't know their mom was in an accident. You're really thinking about being the stepmother to his kids while his pregnant wife just got in a car accident? You need help and I hope Kevin somehow sees this post and stays away from you. Literally, the word for this OP is psychopath. This guy's pregnant wife was just in a car accident and you're like, jackpot, now's my golden opportunity. I'm going to sneak into his bedroom, put on his wife's sexy lingerie, and fantasize about stealing her man. What's the update? I cannot wait for the update. Okay, down in the comments, people are saying that OP doesn't really love him, and OP responded to that comment. How do you know whether or not I love him? Are you inside my head? You can love someone before being in a relationship with them. And just like I don't know for sure that he loves me, you don't know that he doesn't. You never know until you cross that bridge. I know that he wouldn't just drop everything and run away from me. There would be months, even years of divorce court, custody arrangements, etc. if he decided to leave his wife. And before the comments come in, yes, I know there's no guarantee that he would do that. But Kevin is a good and honest man. 
If anything were to happen between us, he would absolutely leave his wife because it wouldn't be fair to either of us and he told me that he believes very strongly in fairness. That's why I'm asking. I know this could be a messy situation if anything happened. I just want to know if his kids being difficult will make things worse if this does happen. I want to know if the potential pros outweigh the potential cons. Okay, so the next day, OP posted an update, and OP's in a panic, and she shares this screenshot of a text message conversation between her and Kevin. My wife and the girls are okay. Thank you for watching the girls. Of course, anytime, smiley face. Let me know if there's anything else I can do. Kevin sends a thumbs up emoji. Then he sends OP the link to her Reddit thread. Is this you? Because if it is, we need to talk. I promise you that I have absolutely no interest in leaving my family for you. I'm sorry if I ever gave you the wrong idea, but I don't see you as anything more than a neighbor. I don't think that we should be friends anymore. Wait, can I call you? And then, um, and then I guess that Kevin didn't answer the phone call because OP, in a panic, posted this image here, I guess asking for advice. But all, <laughs> but all the advice seems to consist of, go F yourself, OP. In fact, the top comment of this updated post is someone saying, I was having a, <laughs> I was having a bad day, but this brightened it considerably. Thank you. Then... <laughs> Finally, as if this is going to save her post from the internet, OP has deleted every single post she made. I guess because she's embarrassed because the entire internet hates her. But it's too late because once it's on the internet, it's there forever. And now it's also in a YouTube video. OP, um, you, you for real need therapy. For real. Like 100%, you need therapy. I'm glad this had a happy ending, just not happy for OP. <laughs> it had a happy ending for, uh, for the guy and the guy's family. That Monday morning commute on the train ride, though, that's going to be an awkward one, for sure. Our next Reddit post comes from r slash relationship advice. I'm a 32-year-old woman, and my husband is 35. We've been married for seven years. He lived next door, and we just clicked. It was like a fairy tale. One thing that I've always thought made our marriage so strong was our friendship with each other and our trust in one another, although now my husband seems to think otherwise. Recently, my husband found out that his friend, Jeff, who's 34, has been baby-trapped. Basically, Jeff's wife stopped taking the pill and fell pregnant a few months into the relationship and only came clean after the wedding. Jeff came from a very conservative family, which his wife knew, so he felt obligated to marry her after the pregnancy. Unfortunately, he now feels obligated to stay regardless of the clearly messed up dynamic because he feels that he made a vow and he will stick by his wife and child. My husband, for some reason, has been really rattled by this. I'm currently four months pregnant with our first child, and my husband asked me yesterday if I was trying to baby trap him. At first, I laughed because, honestly, I thought that it was a joke. He was dead serious and doubled down, so I told him that we've already been married for seven years and a baby was not going to trap him any more than he already is. My husband did not like that answer and said that there was no time limit on baby trapping and that my intentions were clearly not pure given that I was acting as if his concerns were a joke. He said that he had trusted me in the past, but me laughing in his face gave him no reason to trust me now. I didn't really know what he wanted or how I was meant to respond, and I said that we should talk about this in the morning. 
Today, I woke up and my husband was gone, but I did have a nasty text from his brother, who's 28, saying that I had forced my husband into this pregnancy, despite it having been a joint decision. My husband is missing in action and not responding to calls or texts, and now I'm wondering how on earth to go forward. Then, the next day, OP posted an update. I realized while I was reading the comments that everyone was right. I wasn't angry enough. My husband had insulted me and our marriage in a very hurtful way, and it just didn't really register for a while. I was just so confused and upset that it didn't occur to me to be angry, but I think everything just needed to sink in. In the meantime, I called my best friend, a woman who has been such a rock in my life. She came over with some chocolate and was furious when she heard. She called her husband over to my house after I'd gotten everything out of my system. He's a family lawyer, and he said that he would happily represent me if I wanted to go through with a divorce. This man is a saint, and he'll draw up divorce papers on Monday. My mother-in-law showed up with my husband in the car not long after my best friend's husband arrived, and she practically dragged him to the door. My mother-in-law said that he had shown up at their place late last night, saying that he was certain that I was using the baby to trap him. Fortunately, my mother-in-law is a smart woman and absolutely tore him a new one before dragging him to the house today to apologize. My worm of a husband didn't look me in the eye the entire time, but said that he was scared of being a dad and projected his fears onto me. He said that he wasn't sure if he was ready for that kind of commitment, but he would step up as if he was some kind of hero. Yeah, right. I called him a coward and told him that he should stay with his parents until I'm ready to talk to him. I didn't want to say anything about divorce papers because I didn't know what his reaction would be, but he'll find out soon enough. I also showed my mother-in-law the text from my brother-in-law and her face was like a storm cloud. I don't know what's going to happen there, but I'm sure that it's going to be bad. For now, I'm exhausted, and I just want to curl up and cry. Then, about one week later, OP posted an update. Overall, everything settled a bit. In good news, I had a scan with the doctor, and the baby is happy and healthy. I finally found out the gender, and I'm having a little girl. I'm over the moon. My mother-in-law is a gem and was so touched that I included her in the scan. She's very excited to be a granny. On that note, my mother-in-law organized a family lunch a couple of days after the scan. I was a little reluctant, but I knew that she had good intentions and wouldn't do anything to make matters worse. When I arrived, my husband and brother-in-law were there, along with my father-in-law and my mother-in-law. It was quite awkward, until my mother-in-law asked if anyone had anything to say. My brother-in-law spoke first and apologized for his awful text, saying that he was swept up in the moment and wanted to support his brother. I explained how hurtful it had been to receive such a nasty and vindictive message, and that he knew as well as anyone that my husband and I had been trying for almost a year. He hung his head and mumbled something. That was pretty much the last I heard out of him for the afternoon. Next, my mother-in-law looked quite pointedly at my husband, but he actively avoided anyone's eyes. Eventually, my mother-in-law spoke up and announced that my husband would no longer be welcome to stay in their house. She said that she was ashamed to have her son behave the way that he has, and that she would prefer to make space for her granddaughter rather than have some lowlife hanging around. My husband had opened his mouth to say something earlier, but his eyes lit up when she said granddaughter. 
My husband had always wanted a girl, and he was suddenly in tears, saying that he was so pleased to hear the gender. My husband suddenly wanted to touch my belly and asked if he could come home to paint the nursery. I told him in no uncertain terms that he was not welcome back and that he had destroyed any trust that I had in him. I told him that if I took him back, I would be worried that he would disappear at any kind of big news and that I couldn't have someone at my side who balked at the first chance. He asked me if I was telling him that it was over, and I point blank told him that I had engaged a lawyer. My husband was kind of frantic, but I felt so calm, like someone had put a blanket over me in the situation. Normally, I'm a big crier, but I felt so removed from everything. My husband said that this wasn't fair, that he'd shown a little bit of panic, and suddenly I'm throwing away our life and denying him his daughter. My father-in-law reminded him that this is the same baby that he felt trapped by no more than two weeks ago. My husband said that it was a mistake and that he was stressed, but my mother-in-law asked him how he thought that I felt. She asked him to imagine being so vulnerable and giving up your body to grow a family, and suddenly the one person you trust is accusing you of terrible things. He said that it was a mistake, and he projected his fears onto me. I told my husband that I felt so broken when he left because I had all these dreams of a beautiful family which came crashing down in an instant. My husband said that he wanted those things with me and he wanted our baby girl, but that he let the panic overwhelm him. I told him that wasn't a good enough excuse for what he put me through and that he certainly didn't seem panicked when his mom had to drag him to the door to apologize. He didn't have much of an answer other than to say that he was ready now and he wanted our girl. In all of this, in all the times he told me that he wanted me and our baby, he never once apologized properly. After a very, very long discussion, the lunch wrapped up, and my mother-in-law stood by what she'd said about my husband not being welcome in her home. He asked again if he could come home with me, and I told him that it was my house. I owned the house before we were married, and it was going to be a safe space for me. That is to say, he is not welcome. As far as I know, he's staying at some hotel. Finally, he was served divorce papers at work on Friday. I received a few missed calls and crying voicemails asking if I was really throwing away our family, but I didn't respond. He even took a crying selfie sitting in his car, which my bestie laughed at quite a bit. My mother-in-law called me when she heard and told me that I'm making the right decision. She said that she never wanted my marriage to end this way or for her son to be so callous, but she's here for me and my baby, and that we'll always be family. She even tried to apologize on my husband's behalf, but I told her that wasn't necessary. At the end of the day, his actions are his own. Man, OP. So a lot of times during divorces, people have to split up their assets. You know, one person gets the money, the other person gets the house. In this divorce, you're getting the guy's mom. And presumably the house, since it's in your name. Like, how is this guy thinking that you're baby trapping him when you've been married for seven years, you were actively trying for the baby, and you're the one who owns the house? Typically with baby trapping, isn't it usually the poor person who traps the rich person? Yo, this guy's an idiot. Obviously, this guy betraying your trust is a pretty serious violation, but this level of stupidity might be even worse. I hope your baby takes after you, OP. Otherwise, that daughter's gonna be a dum-dum. That was our slash best of Redditor updates. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.